starting off. And then Maury's going to uh, just come up with all the fire that is within him because he's amazing. But uh, let's give Dean a, a big applause as he comes up and shares. Thanks, Tom. It's always good when you get referred to as being young. <laughs> 23. That's right. <laughs> awesome. I realised, uh, hopefully I stay on task, bad habit of not doing that. I realised as I was sitting there, I only ate half of my breakfast, and there's an issue <laughs> when you have one intestine, is that your food goes through really quickly, so I'm starving. <laughs> so, oh man, I was like, considering bringing my banana up. <laughs> anyway, awesome. Good to be here, good to be at church. Love church, love this church, love this community. Um, awesome, awesome worship, awesome Praise, and that was um, really cool from Chris, wherever you are. That was awesome this morning over communion. Um, it's been great. been a great week. been great the last um, couple of weeks, just Sundays and preaching. Not sure if you guys heard Tom's message last week. Awesome message, Tommy. Listen to that if you missed out on that. Um, Tom spoke a word on pushing through. I don't know how many of us like to hear those two words put together. <laughs> Um, but nah, good message, nice message, nice challenging growth message. My favourite type, Tom, thank you. Um, and you'll be pleased to know that myself, Ryan and Rosie, we, we took that word of pushing through Tom. And this week, Wednesday night, we went to a Pilates class, which was awesome. So <laughs> who knew, we should have filmed it, hey, who knew that we could be so flexible yet uncoordinated? <laughs> At the same time, it wasn't, wasn't good church, it wasn't good. I think Rosie and I looked at each other in the middle of the class and uh, it broke into laughter. It was ridiculous, hey. We're trying to do one thing and she's like, now if you want it harder, you know, lift your legs like this. We're like, oh, we can't do this. This is ridiculous. So there you go. If you want to push through, try some Pilates. I don't know if we'll do that one again. But, um, but on a serious note, good word from Tom. And um, I know growth words aren't always the... I guess the easiest thing that you want to hear, but, you know, what is the church other than a bunch of people with the same desire, the same heart and focus, challenging each other to go higher in whatever spirit influence they may find themselves being in for Jesus. So, you know, that's the church, a bunch of people pushing each other further, and um, awesome to be a part of that. And um, love the message last week, you know, Tom's a man of God, he hears from God, and when he brings the word of God, and the word is... From God saying, come on, you know, guys, push harder, lift higher, you know, step out, step further ahead. What that means is God actually knows there's more for us. He actually sees our potential. He knows our purpose and he knows that there's more. I think that's exciting. Hey, I think God sees us and goes, hey, I can work with them. <laughs> hey, they're my people. I know there's more in them. I can work with that. So awesome. Thanks for that, Tommy. And just like a couple of thoughts on that, you know, what would it look like? What would life look like my hands are like freezing <laughs> ridiculously cold what would it look like if each of us here if we stepped up a level if we all pushed through into whatever it is that god is calling us to so what would your personal life look like professional life your ministry life church life look like what would it look like if we all stepped up a level and pushed through in the gifts talents that we have on each of our lives what could church look like what could the community look like what could our our families look like and I know 
I wrote here like particularly with church and ministry, but I think it's across the board, um, family and professional, that when we push through, not only do we benefit, but the whole body benefits, you know, at work. If I'm pushing through and carrying weight, actually that overflows to everyone. It's the same in the church as one person here pushes through. It actually carries and flows ahead. So, you know, pushing through is growth. And what is growth? It's change. But the thing is that growth requires change, but growth also produces change as well. So you can't have one without the other. Anyway, Tom probably said it heaps better than what I did. <laughs> but this morning, I just want to share, before handing over tomorrow, I want to actually share on our Light Youth Conference, Youth, Young Adults, Family, Children's Con- Conference. Sort of started out as a youth conference. It's actually evolved um, and Tom shared this morning that um, we've got 90 registrations coming, which is incredible. So of that, we've got 30 youth and young adults from here at Ulladulla. Um, and that, I was sharing with the team this morning, that is so varied who's coming. We've got new Christians. We've got people who don't yet have faith. We've got our core young people and leadership team coming. And from out west, Kondo Shaz is bringing herself in 22 people, which is incredible to get um, 22 people you know, across on a bus from the west to the east to the coast, which is awesome. And I know apart from Shaz's team, and I think she's got three or four people on her team, the rest are young people, the rest are young adults. So how awesome is that? So encourage you, church, be praying for us, be praying for our guys, be praying for Condo as well. We know it's going to be significant. And it's going to be significant. It's going to be really good. And speed where I'm up to. Yeah, so for months and months we've been speaking about light, we've been planning about light, dreaming about light. So hopefully you're not sick of hearing about light. And I guess some words that we've used to sort of frame light. We've used words like significant, unreal, incredible, life-changing, phenomenal. And I guess these words aren't just like throwaway words that we use to sort of build hype and to build expectation, because I think sometimes in the church you can do that, but these words are words that we use to express what we know that God wants to produce and what God wants to do during the time together at Light Conference. Um, You know, these words express the kingdom plan and heart, purpose and intent for what we believe and know that God is going to do. So church, if you can, pray with us. Dream with us, imagine with us for what God can do. So we know that light will be significant, it will be unreal, it will be incredible, it will be life-changing, groundbreaking, transformational. And, you know, we believe that young people, youth ministries, churches can be redefined. And I just reckon it's incredible, so it's awesome. You know, may we see, we believe that we'll see God breaking out, pouring out of every individual, of every church, you know, Acts 2, what does it say? It says in the last days, he'll pour out his spirit. And so may God pour out his spirit over the next generation. And, you know, who knows that when a, a bunch of people come together and seek God and just seek him, his will and his purpose over a generation, that's significant and things can happen. And I know for myself and Tom and Sarah and Josh and others that we, we grew up, so many of us here, so many more of you guys in here, we grew up going to things like this, um, youth conferences, and you encounter God. And I know when I was 18, I went to 
had a friend called Katie, and she bugged me and bugged me until I went. And I was a new Christian at this stage, and she's like, Dean, you should come to this youth conference. And so I gave in and I went. But I remember saying, like, to God, because I didn't know where I stood with faith, it's like, God, you're either going to show up and I'm going to believe in you, or that's it. <laughs> and I just know that God broke into my heart in such an incredible way. Obviously, I'm still here today, but just God revealing something of his purpose, revealing himself to me. And that's, that's just what can happen in a few days. So let's raise our faith. Let's raise our standard of where our faith is at. Let's raise our expectation of what God can do. And let's get behind the next generation. And Ephesians 3, 20 reads, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is in work within us. So at Light Conference, we believe that God will do immeasurably more than all that we can ask or even imagine. And James 1, 17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above coming down or pouring out from the Father of heavenly lights who does not change like the shifting shadows. And in the message, this is pretty cool. It says, the gifts are rivers of light cascading down from the Father of lights. And so, come on, at light, may we see, this is an open heaven, gifts, goodness of God pouring out over everyone. That's there. Lives changed. I know we speak about that to light, but... We speak about that a lot, but we believe that'll be significant. And the key verse for Light Conference is 1 Thessalonians 5 4. I'm just going to share a small part of that, Riley, so you don't need to put it all up. But 1 Thessalonians 5 5, it says, You're sons of light, daughters of the day. We live under wide open skies and know where we stand. And in the NIV, it reads, You are children of the light, children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness and you know every light conference every friday night this is what we're fighting for this is the purpose you know when team come together on a friday night it's not a babysitting club <laughs> or trying to c control chaos as we like to describe it but it's intentional to actually see darkness break off people's lives and you know i love that song that you know rosie led we sort of live in the same house and we're sort of married but didn't sort of get that she was doing it. oh we are married <laughs> Sort of married. <laughs> Got a wedding ring. Um, but that song is a heart of what we see, not only for ourselves to break into freedom, but for a next generation. There you go. I don't, need, I don't need to put jokes in here. I just say foolish things, don't I? <laughs> anyway, so despite what we see, despite what we hear, despite what the world will say, despite statistics that stack up against young people, the power of God and the move of his spirit can, is, and always will trump um, what the enemy has to say and God will always have the final say amen so and that just like a little like side note that verse that is like we the verse we're using for light one Thessalonians 5 5 is something that as a youth ministry we've prayed for over and over for I reckon the last four or five years hey that's no, cool so before I hand over to Morrison I want to unpack that verse a little bit more and I guess look at what it means so the extended version 1 Thessalonians 5 from 5 4 reads but friends you're not in the dark so how can any of you be taken off guard by this your sons of light daughters of the day we live under wide open skies and know where we stand so let's not sleepwalk through life like those others is it coming up or no let us keep our eyes open and be smart. People sleep at night and get drunk at night, but not us. 
Since we are creatures of the day, let's act like it. Walk out into the day like sober, dressed up in faith, love, and the hope of salvation. So what does this mean? This means the next generation are a generation who know that they, who know who they are in God and are confident in this. They know that they are sons of light. They know that they're daughters of the day and they know where they stand. There is no confusion over their identity. Their view of themselves or others has not been distorted, but rather set right. This is a generation who, because of knowing who they are, stand firm in God and are not easily swayed. The sky is a limit as they are boundless, as they live under wide open skies and are not easily held down. They stand out, walking in a light that is so bright their friends and families can't help, to, can't help but see it. What's on their life and are drawn to it, hungering for it. And no one can deny that it's God who is on their life. They have left the darkness behind and have chosen God's way, sold out for him. There are no better offers in life than him. They don't sleepwalk through life. Rather, they are intentional, knowing that they were created for more, for a purpose, a destiny, you know, destined for greatness. Their eyes are open. They are alert. They walk in wisdom, making wise choices for their present and future modeling and influencing their friends with the choices that they make. These choices go against the grain as they cannot be shaken from the decision that they have made to follow God. Not bound by foolishness or tempted by second-rate offers, they are not easily compromised as they have resolved to live above and beyond the world's ways and choose to walk out all that God has intended and purpose for their lives. You know, that's what I think if we were to expand on 1 Thessalonians. That's what I think that God's saying for this generation, a generation that won't compromise, a generation that will walk in light, that will walk out of darkness, that will choose to follow him beyond any other choices that are made. And in a moment, I'm going to get Pat and Morrison, and together we're going to stand, we're going to pray, and actually just believe for God to pour out at light. And, um, you know, I encourage you, let's be praying this week. I think as our youth team, we're going to meet each day and be praying for this conference because we know it will be significant, and we know that each time when... We've had an event, and if we've prayed and, you know, built up that, it actually has paved the way for God to break out. And in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, it says, If my people are called, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will pray and forgive their sin and heal their land. You know, God will break out. So where's Pat? Where's Morrison? If you guys want to come. Awesome. These are our youth ministers. They're doing an incredible, incredible job. You know, awesome on Friday night. Um, I got here and Pat was here way before me, all set up, organised. He's got all these sheets printed out and I'm like, oh, I've trained him well. Yeah. No, <laughs> he's done brilliant. And then during our squad time, Morrison took some boys and had them in here. I had some kids in my least favourite room, which is the baby room because it seems to quite smell in there. But we could see... <laughs> from through the glass, you know, and Morrison had a group of boys that probably a little bit more rowdy. Man, they're just sitting around here listening, lapping up every word that he says. So be praying for these guys. But why don't we stand uh, together? We're going to pray and agree for light to be incredible and awesome. Morrison is going to start and then we'll hand over to Morrison after that. Oh, okay. So Morrison. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for the God you are, Lord. I just thank you that your heart is so for this next generation, Lord. And I just thank you that you've prepared, you've just prepared a place for this generation, Lord. And I just thank you that you know exactly where every young heart is at, Lord. And I just thank you that there is something that's going to outbreak from in this town from your name, Lord, from what is established at light, Lord. I just thank you that we get to stand in the gap for this next generation and say, hey, you, this is who God is. He has a plan. He has a purpose for your life, Lord. Um, and I just thank you that, yeah, we just get to declare this across this generation. And just, yeah, and just thank you that, that your heart is just going to be so revealed to these young guys, Lord. I just thank you for every family that is coming to, Lord. I just thank you for families that have stood fast in your name, Lord. I just thank you for strong household, households that are going to be established, Lord. And I just thank you that we're just going to be able to rise up this next generation within our church, Lord. And I just thank you that they're going to be able to go out and reach the darkest places of this town, Lord. The darkest places of this world, Lord. I just thank you that you're a God that works horizontally and vertically, Lord. And I just thank you that there's just going to be fire poured out into these young guys, Lord, and I just thank you for, yeah, a fire that is just going to pour out across this town, Lord. Yeah, dear Lord, thank you for the opportunity to even do a light, Lord, for these young kids who uh, give up their Friday nights, every Friday night, to come along to youth, Lord, and I thank you for everyone who has um, donated and raised money and enabled those kids who may not usually want to go or have any interest, but they may work, they're actually able to go now, and um. I just pray that it would just be a, a brand new experience for them, Lord, that your light will come in and um, open their hearts to something bigger, Lord. And um, yeah, I just pray for yeah, everyone going, Lord, that they enjoy it. They get the most out of it, Lord, and maybe this, this leads to bigger things for them. They start coming to church, start coming to youth permanently, Lord, whatever. Rise up in youth, maybe become leaders. But yeah, I just thank you for the opportunity that you've given us all to influence on their lives. In Jesus' name. Yeah, God, we just thank you for who you are. We thank you, God, that you're a God of light and goodness. God, I thank you, God. You know, you love the next generation, God. You created the next generation. You see their call, their purpose, Lord, their influence that's on their life, Father God. And so we just, together as your church, as your body, we stand together and we agree for Light Conference to be incredible, to be phenomenal, Lord, to be a breaking out, Lord, a pouring out of your goodness and spirit over a generation, Father God. And we just thank you, Lord, that, you know, lives will be impacted. Youth ministries will be impacted, God. Churches will be impacted in these few days, Father God, Lord. We thank you. It's not about the quantity of time, but it's about hearts open and ready, receptive, Father God's Lord. So we just lift up every young person, every person who's going to light, Father God. We just pray, Lord, you would move in their heart, Lord, even now, Father God. Open their heart to your plan and your present and your future, Father God, Lord. We know that the best is yet to come for these lives, God. And we just thank you, Lord, that there's going to be a turning of the tide in these communities, Father God, a generation that's rising up that will stand for you, Stand for your purpose, God. Stand for your light and your goodness, Father God. And we just believe, Lord, that turning of the tide, things turning around, Lord. May the statistics actually reflect something different, something of your heart, something of your call, something of your purpose, something of your restoration, God, in this nation, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you, church. Grab a seat. Tag team. Tap out. Morrison Stern. Hi, y'all. I'm just going to some water. Okay, so um, before I pray again, um, I went to print my notes like last night and I looked at them and they're like one page. I was like, okay. And then I went to print Dean's notes for him and Dean just had like five pages. So I apologise in advance. I have a short attention span um, and that's, yeah, so a bit of a short message. But 
Hopefully it's quality. <laughs> All right. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, yeah, as we just prayed, Lord, I just thank you for that you for the God you are, Lord. I just thank you that you are breaking out, Lord. I just ask that as I speak today, Lord, that may my words fall through the ground, Lord, and may your words just remain, Lord, and just may they just go into fertile soil, Lord. And I just thank you for yeah, that you're a God that's unlocking hearts of a generation, Lord, and you're a God that's just gonna move in such an incredible way, even though we're just all just gonna stand in wonder, Lord. And I just thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Let's get some more water. <laughs> So, when I began to seek God, perhaps he's got a cracking smile, sorry. <laughs> when I began to seek God about um, what I should bring this morning, he just reminded me um, of this night I was driving home. Um, I couldn't remember where I was driving home from, but I was driving along Mitchell Parade, so the beach at Mollymook. Um, and, you know, I've lived in Mollymook for like probably nine years now, so I don't know, I can't even count how many times I've driven along Mitchell Parade and if you know me it's probably a few too many times because I get about 10 metres from my destination and then I'm like oh I forgot my wallet, oh I forgot my notes, oh I forgot my phone so I have to turn back around and drive back home, get what I had and then come back so that's why I'm late to everything and then Dean just looks at me he's like I reckon you're late <laughs> and it's like hence why I didn't print my notes too, I had them on my phone, I knew I'd remember to bring my phone, sorry. Alright so this one night I'd been going, um, been going through some pretty big things in, you know, this season of my life and, you know, it was definitely a bit of a challenging season and I remember driving along Mitchell Parade and the moon was just, just about, like, just broken the horizon, it just began to shine and it was a massive, big full moon, it was so bright um, and it, it was just perfectly, like, reflecting on the water and it was lighting up this buoy that's in the middle of Mollymook Beach and I was like, first of all, I was like, there's a boy in Mollymook Beach. I was like, when did, when did that, that get there? I was like, all right, sweet, thanks God. But then, yeah, it was pretty funny because then God just began to, yeah, he spoke so clearly to me and just, yeah, he just really, I don't know, he, he broke my heart but in a way that was just so encouraging and his just grace and goodness just began to kind of, yeah, just flood my mind and flood my heart. So I was going to share that with you today. That's what I've had on my heart. So hopefully I can unpack it a bit. All right, so... Boy, do we want, so is it boy or buoy? Can we agree on that? Boy? Yeah, we're not American? Okay. So we know what I'm talking about, but yellow things that float. Yeah. <laughs> not, so if I say boy, don't think of a dead person, please. <laughs> Floating? No, yes. Okay. <laughs> you can tell I'm young. That's for you, Bobby. <laughs> All right. So first point. Um, a boy is anchored. It is stood fast in the sea floor. It is, it is so strongly bonded to the seafloor, but it has enough chain to rise and fall with the tide. It can be easily blown. Okay, it can be blown by the wind, but it still sorry. It can be blown by the wind, but yet it, stands, it stands solid and stood fast. It is not phased by moving currents. Even even in out and open seas, it does not drift. It is anchored and knows where it stands. All right, so I don't know about you guys. I'm just going to share a little bit of my life. This is how I kind of, I don't know, how I seem to talk, so sorry. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know about you, but there's been definitely been seasons of my life where I've just found myself just not clinging to anything solid or where I've thought I've been clinging to something solid, it's broken or it's drifted away and where, you know, just things have just kind of, like, really just rattled or, or shaken me. Um, and, yes, that's, that's kind of interesting, but on the counter of that, I can remember lots of clear moments in my life where, where I have been clinging to something solid and in particularly what came to mind is when um, we received a phone call one night 
that Ashley had fallen off her skateboard and done a baseball skull fracture. So Ashley's my sister, for those who don't know. And I just remember just, you know, driving up to Sydney and just at a time where, I don't know, nothing really made sense and my world had just been kind of torn apart and we didn't know what kind of state Ashley was in. I just remember just having such a peace and just such a such a hope and such a grace and a mercy just over this situation and you know just and it wasn't even just from that point it was that point all the way through you know just kind of as we got reports and just as the doctors just said oh no we just need to wait we just need to wait there was just such a hope and such a peace about that and I just I think that directly links from just you know that I I was in that season I was strongly planted I'd I'd anchored myself strongly in God's word and that that just rang ring truth and just let that you know, you just like that, you know where you stand, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, so another really cool verse that reflects this, okay, is John 16, 33. I think Riley's got it. So it says, I have told you these things so that you may have, so you may have a peace. In this world you may have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. You know, um, so yeah, like I believe, like I believe this verse is not like, God just like wishy washing, like just you know take heart. I really like he's like he's like yelling at you guys, like this like you guys are gonna have troubles. You know the context of this verse, I think, is like he's talking about how he's gonna be persecuted and how he says after they come for me, they're gonna come for you. Like he's just saying like basically, you know, they're gonna get me and then they're gonna get you. But take heart, you know, we I've I've overcome this world. You know, I don't think in life we have many people who are chasing necessarily after us who want to get us. But you know, I just think. We, we do come to hard times and we do have, you know, struggles in life, you know, we, we can all agree with that, but we get to um, cling to just such a hope and just such a presence that is God and I guess, yeah, I guess, you know, anchoring yourself in something like that rather in the ways of the world that is just so solid and so foundational and things, as things shift, you know, you've got that chain that allows you to, you've got that chain of grace that allows things to rise and fall or move with the wind and the waves, but you still are still stood firm and you are still locked in. All right, I'll have a bit more water. Sorry. I do talk quick. I blame the Asian gene. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, so point two. So a boy often at night will sh- shine a light as a beacon. Um, so, you know, once a boy is firmly in place, it is anchored to the seafloor, it is able to shine a light to show boats where the safest path to travel is. You know, I've got another verse that we'll bring up, which is that second verse, if you've got that, Riley, and it says, you've probably heard this one before, it says, you're here to be, you're here to be light to bring out the God colours in the world. Let's not be, uh, God's not a secret to be kept. We're going, as public, we're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. You know, I like to change that last bit for this context too, as, as public as a, as a boy on Mollymook Beach. Yeah, so like, yeah. In, so yeah, so I guess in our lives, you know, you just gotta, we gotta be like, what, what are we really here for, you know? Are we reflecting God's light? Or, or do we bring out the God colours in the world? Are we able to shine God's light into people around us? You know, it's pretty easy to get comfortable within like the four walls of the church or within the four walls of your, your house, you know? But the reality is, is that out there is a world, you know, and there's a world, there's a community, there's a generation that doesn't yet know where they stand. They are swamped by the crashing waves and they are going under, you know. You know, sorry. 
you know, as the church, we're called to be a light to these people, to show them that there is a hope and there is a future. You know, I think that's really cool that, like, we have this position and God has called us and he's equipped us. You know, God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called, I think is the saying, you know. For me personally, when I first got, like, asked to do youth, I was like, I'm just, you know, I'm just an average kid, like, I can't do anything. And, you know, but through, through sitting under Dean and what Dean's achieved in the youth ministry or through, yeah, and just continuing to just let God's grace and God's goodness pour into us and strengthen us, you know, you are able to carry weight and you're able to build something. And I guess that's, that's the call for every person, you know. We're all just normal people, but, you know, through God's strength and through God's courage is we can be salt and we can be light to the world and we get to show people that, yeah, there is a hope and there is a future over their life. Okay, final point. Told you it was quick. Um, a boy is able to hold in place or support, support boats that are much larger than they are. So one of the biggest jobs a boy, a boy has is to carry weight and support or assist boats to remain in one place. So, you know, if we're shining light, I think it's fair enough to say um, that, so if we're shining light in the darkness, it's fair enough to say that, you know, a generation of young people who, who don't have a light will, will be drawn, you know, as soon as you have a dark room and someone turns on a light, there's a natural drawing of people, you know. I don't know if you've ever driven um, home from Sydney at night time and, you know, when you come into Yadda Yadda, other side of Yadda Yadda Flats where the school is at St Mary's School and there's the church and there's that massive cross and that's just, you can see that from like the other side of Little Forest. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome little sight. If not, go for a little drive tonight. That's pretty cool. But yeah, so, you know, I think we're, yeah, we're definitely called just to, to shine light and just to draw people in. But, you know, a bit more of my story is I can look at defined moments in my life where I've been out in the darkness for too long and things have kind of been turned upside down and, and caused me to drift. Um, but the most incredible things is, is at these times, you know, I was able to reach out and type to people like Dean or Josh or Tom, you know, these guys were so firmly anchored in who God is and they were shining his light so well, I could find them and I always knew where home was and I could tie myself back up to these guys. Um, and, you know, whether they realised or not, they were able to carry my weight for that, for that, whatever season I was, or they were able to support me until I could refix my anchor in, in God's plan for my life and, yeah, it's really cool, sorry. Um, but, you know, what's even cooler is, you know, now that you know, I've kind of got my anchor down in firm and, you know, I've, I've seen what it is to support weight is that I get to now rise into this myself, you know. There's another generation out there that is just calling out for God's love and, you know, or calling out to God's goodness. And they don't know what they're, what they, like, what they're necessarily calling to, but they know that there is a burden on their heart or they know there is a, a yearning in their soul. And, you know, they're, they're calling out to these things. And, you know, you don't have to look that far to see young, young guys just starting to turn to, to different things or to start to turn to you know drugs or partying or whatever it is but you know they're trying to feel something in their life that could only be filled by God um and I just think it's really cool you know that as we set up our anchor is that we can support these young guys you know I think that's the heart behind youth is we get to support this generation you know we get to raise their hand that's the heart behind light conferences that we get to support this generation we get to watch these young guys put their anchors down you know establish themselves so firmly in God and their, and, their, and his plan for their life um 
Yeah, and you know, the outside of that is, you know, from the next generation is if we establish this generation, they just flourish and then that just kind of compounds that for the next generation and the next generation. And before you know it, you know, Aladala is just full of just people who, who are just on fire, you know, I think, and then that just flows from there to there to there and it just has that roll-on effect. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I had. I think I'll hand back to Tommy, Dean, Tommy, Dean, Tommy, Dean, Tommy and Dean. Yeah, but thank you for that. Wow, that was amazing, actually. <laughs> so he had the water bottle on the bottom of that, and it got all the way over there and didn't fall. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Right, let's give Morrison a hand, yeah? I love, I love the passion in Maury's heart, and yes, he, he, spork, he sporks quick. He talks really quick, but uh, mate, it's so good to catch your heart, and, um, and it is inspiring. Um, the worship team want to jump back up. We're gonna we'll finish with a praise song and um, you know, a great morning. Thank you, Dean and, and Morrison, just being able to share. Uh, obviously, two men who are passionate about what is happening in the young people in our community, and, and you know we've got a, some significant stuff that uh, that we've been labouring for as a church with with light and and what we're doing uh, with our Friday night programs, and it's just great to hear. Uh, what you guys are, are doing and, and, and what is in you and what's on your heart. So um, let's finish this morning with a praise song and, uh, and then get on with, uh, with our day. Grab a cuppa and, and, uh, and hang out after church. And um, So bless you guys. Let's sing and go from there.